friends. Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Welcome back, listeners. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. And we're so happy to be with you today. Truly. As, as always, we are gathered here today on this <laughs> lovely day. <laughs> on this lovely Sabbath day of a Tuesday. That can yes. be our Sabbath day is a Tuesday. I know. I love it. We can have Sabbath whenever we want. Ooh. Um, <laughs> I hope everyone had a lovely week. I don't really. When did we last record? Was it Monday? A week ago? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Been a week. Whew. Been Guys, a week. Yeah. When you adult, it's like hard to keep track of days. It's true. When you don't adult, when I was unemployed for <laughs> how many months, I also did not know what day it was. So basically, I fell at both days or both times. So it happens. It happens. It happens. Well, we've officially reached over 20,000 downloads. So there's some good news. Thank you to everyone for listening. You're all great. (laughs) That's crazy. I think it's to be exact. It's like 25, no, 20,500. Math is hard. Is it like 25,000 or is it 20,500? Um, as of right now, it's 20,500 and something. Oh my god, that's insane. But do you guys remember, you probably listeners who have listened to us for a while, when we were freaking out over getting 1,000 follow- uh, downloads? <laughs> I do remember that. Also, shit, we forgot to do it or I forgot to mention it. Oh, what? man. So we passed our one year anniversary. Oh, when was it? I don't even. It know was the it's day. sometime in early or mid May because like so we started recording in February, but we didn't publish until May. That's right. That's right. And I want to say it was like mid May something. Well, and happy I, one year. Yeah, happy one year. I wish I had some wine and wasn't like a grandma who goes to bed in like 9, 30, 10. Otherwise, I would cheers you, but maybe I'll cheers you at the weekend. Yeah, we can cheers this weekend. Every, and everyone can cheers with us because this episode Yay. will be out by then. So cheers to one year and over 20,000 downloads. Oh, my so. God. Really? I can't yeah. believe it's been a year. That like just hit me right now. Yeah, it's gone by really fast, I think, for me anyways. It has, but I do just want to say this, and I hope it doesn't come across as being, like, a whiner or complainer. But I do want to emphasize, there's a lot of work and effort that Katie put in, like, Katie and I both put into this. So, like, it's kind of crazy to think that we've been doing this for a year, because it's a lot. It's a lot it, of work to this. And so I'm I'm just impressed that, like, I stuck out for a year. Because usually I'm like, oh, God, it's too hard. I'm out. <laughs> oh, same. I know. I, I was thinking about this. And we have um, – this will be our 40th episode. So that's a lot of hours of just recording. And that's not including the mini episodes or all yeah. the time spent on like exporting and the small amount of editing that we do and the uh the social media stuff yeah it does it it's a lot of time but I mean it, it's so worth it basically what we're saying is bitches y'all better appreciate because <laughs> it's a lot of effort but no, we really support the. Or God, I can't speak. We really appreciate the support in general. So don't don't think of us as complaining and whining. But I feel like sometimes it's it's easy for people and me particularly before I Katie and I ever started doing a podcast. I remember like a few friends of mine saying they did it and like they would record once a week, and I was like, all right, cool, big deal. Like it's not that it's not that difficult. And then when we start doing it, you're like, fuck, that's a lot. <laughs> A lot of time goes into this. Like it's not just a fun project on the side. It's it's like a full, yeah. almost full time thing, you know. Right, and like we've mentioned before, money does go into it. Like we have to pay <laughs> for our podcast platform. We have to pay for our equipment and all that. So all this is a good time to plug. Hey, if you'd like to go to our Patreon, it is Patreon.com/slash Not Somali Mormon Podcast, and any type of donation is so. We would be so grateful for. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sure people listening who are like me are like cringing, like, Ugh. okay, skip past. And now I we're back. Oh, God. I know. Sorry. We, gotta, 
We got to well, we have ask. to do it. I'm like, sorry, not sorry. Like, it has to be done. But also, I think we got a new Patreon this week. We did. Um, Let me pull up, pull it up really quick. Yeah, Entertain- I can't open it anymore. <laughs> so I'll tell oh, yeah. a story while Katie um, opens that. So I'm not allowed to open or log into Patreon anymore because I was logging in <laughs> in Germany and Katie was logging in in the States and they froze our account thinking that it was like fraud, like that I was trying to steal all the things from the Patreon in Germany. And so now I don't have access to it anymore. Yeah, I know. But I get emails, so that's how I know. Yeah, I believe the person's name is Rick. I'm I'm still trying to log in because it's being very slow. I'm sorry, but oh no, I've, I can I can see it too. It's an email. So should I say his last okay. name? Not his last name. Okay, so Rick. It is Rick. Yeah. Thank you. Yay, Thanks, Rick. Rick. <laughs> I'm glad that we spent five minutes trying to find your name. I know. Woo! Rick. All right. Five whole minutes later, but <laughs> those were our opening announcements. So now on to the main. Portion. I know. Come back, everyone. Come back. Those of you who have tuned out or skipped over or rolled your eyes or all three, come back. <laughs> We're going to talk about our topic now, which is, okay, so we need to give a little bit of an intro before we even get into the topic. So if, okay, so it's abortion. That's what we're mm-hmm. talking about. And if this is a topic that makes you uncomfortable or if you are anti-abortion then maybe and and we do have listeners who are christian they may have left the mormon church but they're still practicing christian so we don't want to offend so before going on in this episode maybe don't listen to it if it's something that you might disagree with or find it makes you uncomfortable or whatever we totally respect that we understand um we just felt it was really important to do an episode talking about our perspective on this but if this is something that you don't want to listen to or maybe feel uncomfortable or very much anti-abortion, then stop here and go to another, like a different episode or just yeah. wait to our next one the following week. <laughs> or maybe stay and listen for a minute and see if uh, we say anything you agree with. But <laughs> yeah, no, Sarah yeah. has the disclaimer, right? So this is your time. This is your time out right now. And if not, we warned you. <laughs> we warned you. So that means don't send us hate mail because I'm just going to say, hey, we warned you, so get out of our space. <laughs> but not really. Um, bye-bye. Bye. Okay. <laughs> so abortion, Sarah, what are your, <sighs> what's your stance? Okay. So here's the deal. I am pro-choice. Um, but as I was telling Katie, there are a lot of things I don't really know, like, like if so for example if I were to meet um a conservative or someone who was pro what is it pro-life or anti-abortion like I don't know if I would have enough credit like credibility or information to back my reasons because I'm still trying to process other than the fact that obviously I think it's a woman's body and a room a woman's choice to make like other than that I don't feel like I have which is substantial enough like there's yeah I was gonna say that's that's reason enough right there but I understand what (laughs) you're saying yeah (laughs) but there's like not much that I've like gone further than that so I'm actually looking forward to this episode to kind of like you know talk about it have a dialogue and learn more and to be able to have like more not maybe not even facts but just of a well-rounded conversation about this topic to be able to feel comfortable in those situations. Because I do know, I know a lot of people who are anti-abortion. And so I just, I get curious and a little bit anxious thinking about having the conversation, yeah. I guess, um, because I'm still in that mentality where I don't want to offend. I know. And also this whole, like, I mean, for 20 six seven odd years I was very much anti-abortion you know I had arguments with pro-choice people constantly being like you're murdering a baby and you know oh is that what you would say oh I would I was extreme especially not so much the last five years I was in Berlin so but before that when I was in Georgia yeah I'd be like it's murder it's 
you know, I would, I would always use the excuse, well, it's, it takes two adults and like, what this shouldn't be your birth control. It needs to be, you know, you need to be a responsible woman if you're going to have sex and, but like, I just had no empathy at all or no understanding. It was just, it's murder and God frowns upon it. And it's just like Mm. a selfish thing to do. And how could you live with yourself? That was my mentality. I could not wrap my head around anything else until, yeah, recently. Yeah. You know, everything that I've been reading or watching on the subject, I've noticed that it's all really similar to what you were just saying if they're on the anti-abortion side. And it usually, I would say, I'm going to go as far as to say, basically all the time is centered around religion. It's like a religious reason that someone would be anti-abortion because they believe that life begins at conception rather than at birth. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, yeah, that's a struggle because that's, you know, where's the separation of church and state when you're trying to make laws about abortion? You know, exactly. And I think what people, especially like um, anti-abortion followers or advocates or whatever, they they seem it's kind of the same and not the same. So don't don't (laughs) people don't yell at me. But in my (laughs) mind, it's kind of this in the same bucket of people who are saying, um, you know, guns should still be allowed. And as soon as, you know, you start taking away guns and you're doing this and this and this and it's like. No, actually, in reality, like, guns will still be available. Like, it's not like you're banning them. It's more about just making it so that it's more difficult to get and that they're not so accessible. And it's also just having regulations and rules on them. Like, you can still have Mm -hmm. them for hunting. You can still blah, blah, blah. But, like, why do you need an assault rifle type thing? And so I feel like with abortion as well, it's kind of this thing where they just overlook it and go to the extreme of, like, you must make it illegal and ban it. But it's like, in reality, you'll never be able to make abortion illegal. It will still continue to happen no matter if you ban it or not. But now you're making people, especially women, unsafe. Like, it's a very dangerous thing. You're going to put a lot of pressure on doctors. Like, what if they get caught? Like, you know what I mean? It's just right. kind of like, it's this mentality of such an extreme. Like, they can't understand that it's it's not so black and white. You right. Know? Making abortions illegal won't stop abortions, just like you said. Mm-hmm. It would just make them not safe anymore. Exactly. Um, so I guess the reason that this came up for us as a topic this week is because of what's been happening. I mean, it's been happening for a long time now, but the the certain bills that have been passed in the states that are outlawing abortion, like in Alabama... And in Georgia, my Georgia, your home state. state. Yeah. So in Georgia, Ohio, Kentucky, and Mississippi, and Mississippi, they all passed what's known as a heartbeat bill. So uh, that means that you that abortion is illegal after a heartbeat is detected, which is at six weeks, which um, like most women don't even know that they're pregnant at six weeks. Um. And the thing is, is that in in like the field of science and what Roe versus Wade upholds is that it's 24 weeks is the the timeline of like when a fetus is viable on its own. So that just short like, you know, that shortens that so much and then makes, you know, it illegal for a woman to seek an abortion after six weeks. But those bills are technically unconstitutional and they're being sued by the ACLU and Planned Parenthood. Um, but the whole reason for these bills is that the, the anti-abortion side wants to overturn Roe versus Wade, which is the the Ugh. Supreme Court decision, you know, to, to keep abortions legal in the United States of America. And uh, it's crazy because the, the bill that was just passed in Alabama, did you read about that? Um, okay, so I'm it's, not gonna lie, I'm really bad about US politics now. No, no, it's I'm so far away. But is this the one that basically says that like it's you are punished uh your your punishment is higher for having an abortion than it is for if a man rapes a woman? 
Yeah. Well, yeah. So in Alabama, there's it, um, the bill that was just signed into law is all abortions are illegal. Like <gasps> all of them, even there's no exception for rape or incest. And uh, if and it, the punishment is for the doctor, actually, if a doctor performs an abortion, that doctor could face 99 years in prison, which is way more than the rapist would have to serve. Oh, my God. Why? Why are people so retarded? I'm sorry. That's not a PC either. So ridiculous. Sorry. I didn't mean to say it. Why are people so ridiculous? So, But, yeah, they want they want to make these laws. I think they know that these laws, they're going to get challenged. They're going to get sued. And they're going to get, you know, they're going to be labeled as unconstitutional by the courts because they don't fit Roe Ro versus Wade. But what the these lawmakers they want these bills they want to have them be struck down in the smaller courts so that they can appeal and continue to appeal up to the supreme court and they want the supreme court to hear to take their appeal in hopes that they can overturn roe versus wade for the whole like for the whole country so that it can then therefore you know abortions are not guaranteed federally. And the reason they're doing that now is because Brett Kavanaugh just got put into the Supreme Court. Did you, you know, the guy who cried because he loved drinking beer? Did you see that? On the no, what? <laughs> so anyway, it's a whole long story. But Justice uh, Brett Kavanaugh, he got nominated by Donald Trump to replace Justice Kennedy in the Supreme Court. And Kennedy was like the swing vote in the Supreme Court. So he wasn't super liberal. He wasn't super conservative. So on big issues, he would kind of swing the vote onto whether something would be upheld in the Supreme Court. Right. Mm -hmm. And he was replaced with Brett Kavanaugh, who is conservative. Oh. And so now the majority of the um, of the Supreme Court is conservative. And uh, oh. so that's why. There, all these states are passing these bills now is because they want to get them up to the Supreme Court level and they want to overturn Roe versus Wade, which would then give all the power to each individual state to decide whether or not abortion is legal. And so many states could just outlaw it and that would completely devastate, especially women who need abortions in states that you know, if it's illegal and she doesn't have money to get to another state, she would literally be forced to carry her rapist child or anyone's child for that matter. Or be if she's just low income, like oh, yeah, low income, like because you can't. Or this, this wouldn't affect people that have a lot of money because they could just fly to another state and get an abortion. Like for example, like a liberal state like California, it won't really affect or like Colorado. You know, they'll they'll at a state level always have abortion legal. But yeah. if you live somewhere that's just going to outlaw it, like if you're poor, you're fucked. And yeah. it's really shitty. Yeah. But also, it's just this whole thing. Like, why? Here's the thing that I get heated about, you know, thinking on about abortion and how, like, first of all, the people who are voting for this are all white men. Yeah. All. I know white men voting on a woman's body and her rights to it. So mm -hmm. I just want to make that very clear. Like it's, it's white men. It's, it's not women sitting around discussing this bill and saying, okay, this is what I want to pass. It's men. And yeah. also at the end of the day, like men, if they were ever put in a situation where they had to choose between their career their livelihood, their passions, their dreams, whatever, or being a father, do you think that they would have any type of bill that would make it so that they had no choice? Nope. No. Like, yeah. that would never happen. Yeah, because here's my thing. Consent to sex is not consent to pregnancy, exactly. right? Because like, if that was the case, where we would be living 100% in The Handmaid's Tale. Because... Just because someone has sex does not mean that they are there for they they are required to have a child. And imagine if you put that restriction on a man. If you said every time a man has sex, he could, you know, if he gets someone pregnant or whatever, whatever happens is that 
him consenting to sex is him consenting to be a father, the outcry, the, all oh. the men would be like, no, I just, it doesn't mean that I consent to be a father. And that's what women are saying. Just because exactly. we ha- you know, having sex does not mean that you need, that you have consent to pregnant, consented to pregnancy. And it's also the whole thing where, you know, the argument that I used to make as a conservative of like, <laughs> well, you know, you should have, you're an adult, you should have birth control. Well, you know what? That's dumb as fuck. Because also many areas, especially again, low income, don't have access to proper birth control. Mm-hmm. Like, or and education. And sometimes birth control fails. Exactly. Like, it hap- it's not as rare as what the TV and, like, so media makes it seem that, like, birth control is 100% preventative. It's not. Like, you can be right. taking the pill and still get pregnant. You could have a condom on and somehow it rips or you don't know about it. There's so many different situations in which you can get pregnant and it's not your fault. Like, you're yeah. doing the measures needed for it. And so, what, you're supposed to be punished because of that? Like, and again, if this was reversed and it was all on men, like, you know for sure that this would never even come up in conversation. Like, no. and also think about all the times that, like, you're – so, basically, a man get a free pass again because the women are supposed to go through with this pregnancy and either, you know, maybe they're raped, it's incest, whatever, or maybe it is a guy who they actually just had – a few dates with one night stand, whatever he gets off the hook. Cause he's not having to raise the kid mm-hmm. probably, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, Oh, well, I got her knocked up, but it's not my problem. And they She's have, carry I've, it. I've heard the argument too of like, Oh, well there's always adoption. Okay. So you expect this woman who does not, she did not consent to get pregnant. She, you expect her to risk her life. You know, pr- pregnancy can cause death. And you're expecting her to risk her life to bring a child into this world that she does not want to give up for adoption that will cause emotional trauma to her, probably. You know, and you're not expecting anything of the father. Like, saying that she has to give her entire body, her entire womb, like, all of her organs, the fact that she could die at any moment, she's required to do that. But what about the father? Like, what if the baby comes out, you know, the baby is born and the baby needs a liver transplant and a blood transfusion and the father is a match and he had would you require the father to give up all of his organs and die to save this baby no they don't do that they they say oh no it's his body it's his right he can keep his organs if he wants but when it's the woman no she's required to do it even though she's not technically a parent yet and it's not even a baby yet it is still part of growing inside of her so it's it's ridiculous and the other thing is that you know women are still trying to fight for like fucking equal pay and equality in general so it's again not the same thing if if the woman gets pregnant and she has to like by law she can't get an abortion so she has to carry this baby full term and then have deliver the baby all that stuff that's nine months that she's having to put her career or her life on hold which we already have a huge disadvantage like, and then think about it. So as men, of course, don't have to. They continue with their career, continue getting paid more than us, whatever they're doing. But then think about it as well. Not only, okay, so as a white woman, I'm saying this. Like, imagine if you're somewhat a woman of color. So you mm-hmm. have it, like, even a thousand times worse because you have not only you're having to put your career on hold because you have the disadvantages as, you know, being a woman, but you also have disadvantage of being you know and the fact that we live in a world that's still racist and still mm-hmm. inequality exists so there's like all these different levels that I'm just like again it's this is a vote that's being passed by men who don't have yeah. to deal with any of this shit they've never experienced it I'm getting so heated and passionate right now because it pisses <laughs> me off so much and I also can I just say like at the end of the day I just want to yell at them all and be like Mind your own goddamn business. Yeah. Why does it matter to you? Like me you know having what? abortion, any woman having an abortion, why how does that affect your life? Please right. explain that to me. For like, any reason too. For like I'm over here saying you know, how people will say, Oh, what about rape and incest? And of course, you know, I want abortion to be legal for that. But I'm over here saying abortion should be legal for any goddamn reason exactly. it is no one it is no one's business why someone gets an abortion maybe 
the woman just does not want children. And that is reason enough. And so I get so pissed off when it's like, like, no, just let women have bodily autonomy. Damn it. Like, let them choose. (laughs) Well, and it's like this other, like, I hear this argument and I've seen it on my social media feed from friends, like conservatives who will say like, well, why not just, you know, like if everyone has an abortion or just has this like, or uses it as birth control, which can we just set that straight as well? Okay. Women don't use abortion as birth control. No, it's that a is dumb experience. That is dumb as shit because exactly. it's expensive too. It's not cheap. And it's yeah, like you said, it's traumatic. Most women do not want to have an abortion and either like they're forced to because of their health through the baby's health. Or some other reason that, like I said before, it doesn't matter the reason. But still, it's not like women are just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go have sex. And if I get pregnant, I'll have an abortion. Like, no, that's not, no, that's not how it works your, in real life. It's no. never your first choice. Never. And, and then so then they like get worried about like, I heard this one argument that was like, our population will be in crisis. And we already have a low birth rate the past two years. And it's like. We have enough, like, we're good. Like, the population on the earth is good. Maybe let's put our focus on, like, actually maintaining the earth and the environment. Like, maybe let's put that thought process there and not on portion. Yeah, people, they claim they're so pro-life, which is the word I think, listeners, you've probably noticed I've been using the word anti-abortion instead of pro-life, because I don't really think they're pro-life. If they don't give a shit about the actual woman who doesn't want to have the, the carry the fetus, and again, also all of the, the thousands and thousands of children who are born and do not have homes and are not taken care of and are living in poverty, like, why not take care of the ones that are actually living if you are pro-life? Exactly. And that's what I've been seeing all these memes from like my amazing, wonderful gay men who are in my life who I love so much. They've been posting these memes that are like, basically, you know, saying that like, yeah, it's ironic that these conservatives are saying that they're pro life. And they are, except for if the baby born is trans or gay or lesbian or uh, a different color or whatever, like then it's no longer pro life. Right. They don't care, which is true. They don't care what once the baby's born. They don't care about health care or about any of that, about education or anything. It's all about forcing women to do something they don't want to do and for religious purposes, mostly. Exactly. Or this whole argument I saw, too, again, with the adoption thing, like, oh, so many conservatives keep posting this and I just want to, like, pull my hair out. That's like, uh, well, you know, there's so many babies or so many people out there who can't have kids and you should put them up for adoption instead of being selfish. And then I saw another person post the stats on that. That was like, as of this moment, there are over 100,000 children in the U.S. waiting to be adopted who haven't been adopted because people don't actually adopt as much. There aren't these many aren't as many um, parents or individuals looking to adopt as what these conservatives say there are. So then imagine yep. there's already a hundred thousand plus wanting to be adopted or needed a home. And then you're going to now suggest that women are forced to carry these other babies full term and give them up for adoption. Like to them just have to be raised in the system or, you know, have a horrible situation growing up. Like that's fucked. It's it horrifying. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's- and it's so true. These these kids aren't getting adopted because they're not, sadly enough, they're not the right age or they're not the right color, which is super exactly. shitty. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. And then forcing women, forcing women to carry a pregnancy is so inhumane. I just, it's like I can't, we're I, really... I can't understand how anyone. I mean, I guess I understand if you have like a religious perspective on it, but don't force your religious perspective on other people is my whole point. Like just because you believe that birth begins at conception does not make it true, or not birth, that life begins at conception does not make it true. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's just not, it's just not true. Like there's studies that show, yeah, like a fetus, it will not even react to stimulants until 24 weeks. So, I, uh, I don't know. I just can't. It really makes me scared. Like, Handmaid's Tale is not far off. No, like, Sarah, <laughs> I was freaking out about this because, you know, I was thinking, like, okay, like, I think we're totally fine because 
ACLU and Planned Parenthood are going to sue. They're they're not going to let these laws go into effect and they're going to get knocked down and they're going to get, you know, they want to appeal up to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court probably won't even, you know, hear their appeal because they're so busy and they usually don't, you know, look at cases to overturn them. Um, And I'm like, oh, yeah, so it's probably fine. Right. But yeah. that's my fucking thought right before Donald Trump became president. <laughs> and so now I'm terrified. I'm like, what if it actually does happen? And now they have fucking Brett Kavanaugh in the Supreme Court. And what if they're just like, OK, bye, Roe versus Wade. Uh, and then uh, I don't know. It's just I mean, because I was just thinking for myself, OK, like all you real listeners, I haven't had an abortion, but I've been in relationships where if I had gotten pregnant and oh my God, I can't even imagine if I had been forced to have a child with that man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I just can't imagine it. And it's, it's. Uh, I just wish that people would look at it from a, a perspective of letting the woman control her own life and control her own body rather than trying to control it because of some religious shit that you believe. I mean, that's <sighs> pretty... That's really powerful, exactly what you're saying, because I had never actually even put myself in that situation. And now that I'm thinking about, like, some of the situations I, I was in or the encounters that I've had that were not consensual at all, um, the thought of having to carry, like, getting pregnant and then having to carry that child and have that as a constant reminder oh. of Isn't what that happened. horrifying? made me like literally I felt I just got this instant emotional where like I felt sick I want like I just whoa that's that's what the conservative that's what the conservative anti-abortion side wants and it's so heartbreaking like you guys I I was just driving down the street the other day I was super happy I was going to get my hair did so I was all happy (laughs) and I passed a new Planned Parenthood that had opened up And there were all these protesters just, like, holding these horrible signs that were full of lies. They weren't even true. And a lot of religious rhetoric. And then just shouting at these women who, you know, most people who go to Planned Parenthood aren't going there to get an abortion, by the way. But they're just, they're being horribly unchristlike to these women who are seeking help at Planned Parenthood, and they're just making them feel like scum. They're making them feel guilty. For You have no idea what that woman has been through. And if she is going there to get an abortion, it is not your place to yell anything at her. And it is, uh, it just made me so mad. I wanted to pull over and just, like, yell at them and get in a fight with them, but I know that's what they want is people <laughs> to engage. <sighs> and, yeah, I just, the, the things that those protesters say, I, mm, when gets it me so to, fired up. When it comes to issues about human rights, and I mean, I'm because I'm saying this, that there's a lot of protests that happen, and you know what? I'm all about freedom of speech. I'm about, like, you know, you, you have your right to, to protest and to say your opinion about, you know, anything that you want. Except I'm... But then there's, like, human rights. So, like, I'm still against, like... I, for me, it's, like, not the same, but, like, I'm thinking about the the racist people in this in the states that like protest right. like you know like Nazi or not protesting but they will be like oh yeah white supremacy Nazi and I'm like okay you know what I don't think you should have freedom of speech in that situation like, well, yeah because that's like I don't think that you get to say what you want to say because it's against it's it's not for humans it's not a human rights issue you know it is in the fact that like it's about human rights is essentially but it's also like no, you're not helping. Like there is in no way that what you're protesting or saying is helpful to humans to grow together and be better people. Like what you're doing is just not okay. And you're trying to take away someone's liberties. And I get that the conservatives will say, well, you guys are trying to take away our liberty. And it's like, no, it's not because those decisions, those women who get an abortion have no fucking impact on your life at all. And their argument, yeah, their argument is, well, they have an impact on the human that's inside them. And it's just like, no, that that's not a human yet. So it's you can not. fuck off with that because that's not a human. She's the live human and she gets to decide. Like Exactly. Yeah. And it's like at the end of the day, like you it just pisses me off at the like 
the hypocrisy of it all. It's like you will fight so hard for this fetus that's not an actual human at that point. And even if it, it oh, I can't even. Um, but you won't fight for the woman who's carrying the child or for the children who are actually going through hardships and who you're trying to pass laws to ban their rights or yeah. you're allowing, like, overlooking the shit that they're going through because it doesn't fit in your agenda. But yeah. then you're going to fight so hard for this one thing that's, like, it has literally, like, if a woman gets an abortion, how does that affect anyone making these laws and passing these laws? How does it directly It doesn't. They just want to control women. Impact them. Exactly. Yeah. And there's so many reasons, like we've said, for a woman to have an abortion. And, like, if you just really want to be so cruel as to straight up outlaw them in all cases – if you really support that, then you're, I'm sorry, but that's not a moral human being because there are many no. cases where women need abortions in order to survive because if they don't have an abortion, they will die. So if you, or, you know, if they have cancer, for example, and they're pregnant, they can't get chemo if they're pregnant. Exactly. So just or, all these kind of things. Or the thing that I think is even, not even more, it's the same level. But what I think is so cruel is this law is like forcing when it's forcing women to, to, you know, deliver, have these children, whatever. But then it's also like, OK, but now you're going to kill two people because think about it. Yep. Not every yep. time. But what if it's what if it's a low income again, like they're in poverty, they're forced to have this child. They can't even afford to feed themselves, much less yep. like a child that they're bringing into the world. So now you're potentially killing two people. Right. Like that's that's what's and happening. and there's a big risk of um, depression and suicide after of the of the mother yeah, of if course, she's forced to talk about mental health. So, you no. Know. Yeah. Because they go through. Yeah, it's tra it's traumatizing. And even if they give up, you know, if, if they choose adoption, that's still traumatizing. I watched a documentary on HBO. If you guys have HBO, that's about abortions. I think it's just called like abortion uh, choices women make or something like that. And it just shows a whole lot of different women that have had abortions and why and people who work at abortion clinics and how they're treated. Like this one woman who worked at she was the doctor at an abortion clinic and the protesters found out where she lived and made these really nasty flyers about her, calling her a baby killer, <gasps> and put them up all over every single one of her neighbors' homes. And oh they stand God. out there every morning, like shouting in the windows at these poor women. Some of them that are in there that really wanted the baby, but they they have to have an abortion because the baby is already dying in their womb or whatever. And they're just shouting at them how they're baby killers. But anyway, this documentary is really good if you guys have it. Look it up, but prepare to be enraged. <laughs> I'm telling uh, you. <laughs> and that's the um, thing is that I wish, you know, I, I can't personally speak on the trauma that goes through, you know, having an abortion done or delivering a child, giving up for adoption, because I've never gone through either of those things. Like, I haven't, I've not had an abortion, I've not had to deliver a child and then give it up for adoption I've never been pregnant so I can't really speak to that level but just imagining it alone mm -hmm. not even going through it but just imagining it it's an intense thing like I can yeah. already I have this like feeling of like oh god like that's a lot you know and that's yeah. something that you don't just bounce back from it's not and the, yeah like the stigma that goes with it too right like I think you get so scared, too, because it's not normalized in our society because it is such like a polarizing topic. So you feel like guilty or because you, you're equated to being a murderer by these exactly. people. And so that's why it's this huge yeah, weight on women's shoulders when actually it should just be their their choice to make. And they shouldn't feel so bad or feel so scared or traumatized over it. But because there are people in the world that want to con want to tell them what to do and this is what happens Ugh. exactly and I don't know if you guys know uh, or follow I, I've mentioned her a few times because I'm obsessed I love Jamila Jamil like oh yeah I mm -hmm. am obsessed with her I think she's so fucking just like the, the word empowerment is what I associate with her I think 
she says what she wants, but it's always things that are just like you've all been thinking or you can resonate with, but maybe you're not like brave enough to actually say them, but she just doesn't give a fuck. Like, and I'm sure like these comments of haters like affect her and she's not one to say that she's like, you know, um, what's the word? <laughs> I'm trying to think that she's not uh, blocked from these types of things. Like, oh, she's, yeah. she's not, what is it called? I'm trying to think of it. Resistant? No, she's not. Uh, immune? Yes, that's the word. <laughs> English is hard. She's not immune to having, you know, criticism or I'm sure feeling a bit like, oh, that that was a shitty comment. Like, I'm sure she's not. But just the fact that she speaks up and she says things that aren't, you know, what society wants to hear. And especially because she's a celebrity, you know, she's famous. She's supposed to say what her PR wants her to say. Like, that's that's not what happens. And so, like, recently when she published um that tweet that said that she had an abortion and Mm -hmm. like you know just went into it I was just like oh my god that's next level brave but also good on you yeah seriously that's really empowering and like I I mean correct me if I'm wrong and if you are listening and you know of other examples of celebrities who have openly admitted to an abortion please let me know but in my my memory and mine she's the only one I think um busy Phillips do you know her yeah yeah, she has two, but oh, really? I, that's okay. the only other one I can think of right now off the top of my head. But yeah, yeah they are amazing. <laughs> uh, shout out. Follow her. Love her. She's great. She's also the one I always say she she has the other account. It's um, I Way, which is that mm-hmm. movement. And I'm like so inspired by it. And it's completely changed my outlook. And if any of you guys like, sorry, I'm going on a little tangent here, but like, it's, it's made a drastic difference in my perspective because social media plays a huge part in most everyone's lives. Not everyone, but for the most part, like you look up, you check your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your whatever. And for so long, I just like had a lot of views on there from my Mormon days. So a lot of like conservative stuff or whatever. And it was really depressing me. And on my Instagram, I was like, you know what? I'm going to clean that up. I'm just going to follow people who I find are really inspiring and encouraging and it's made a drastic difference the last yeah. months where I am just like, yes, this is uplifting. Like, I feel good about myself. I'm confident. Like, you know, like, I, these are the things that I believe in. And that's okay that I believe in that and support mm-hmm. it. And, like, I know it sounds cheesy as fuck, but it's made a big difference for me. No, it's true. I've done that, too. And it, it really does make a huge difference. Stop following people who make you feel shitty. Exactly. <laughs> Even if it's your friends, family, like... Because a lot of mine on Facebook, which I'm rarely on Facebook these days. It's just for my family, basically. Um, I don't really talk to any friends through Facebook often enough. But um, it's just, like, a lot of conservative. And I was just like, you know, I can't <laughs> I can't get on there because it, I feel like I have to still be Mormon in Facebook sphere, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, I'm not. Oh, no, yeah, totally. Whereas on Instagram, I'm like, yeah, of course, like, I'm I'm me, like, I'm not filtering, but on Facebook, I'm still, it's like, I'm still Mormon Sarah, you know, and I was like, yeah. that's healthy for me, I need to, yeah, I, I, need to be, I need to create a space where it's me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, talking about Mormonism, kind of drawing this all together, since I guess we are an ex-Mormon podcast, right? Um, that's right. <laughs> I thought I would read the Mormon Church's statement on abortion, and we can discuss, because it's interesting. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. In today's society, abortion has become a common practice, defended by deceptive arguments. Latter-day prophets have denounced abortion, referring to the Lord's declaration, Thou shalt not kill. Their counsel, yeah, right? Their counsel on the matter is clear. Members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints must not submit to, perform, encourage, pay for, or arrange for an abortion. Church members who encourage an abortion in any way will be subject to church discipline. Yes. Ch- 
Church leaders have said some exceptional circumstances may justify an abortion, such as when pregnancy is the result of incest or rape, or when the life of the mother is judged by competent medical authority to be in serious jeopardy, or when the fetus is known by competent medical authority to have severe defects that will not allow the baby to survive beyond birth. But even these circumstances do not automatically justify an abortion. Those who faith who face such circumstances should consider abortion only after counseling with their local church leaders. What? And when a child is conceived out of wedlock, the best option is for the mother and father of the child to marry and work toward establishing an eternal family relationship. If successful marriage is unlikely, they should place the child for adoption, preferably through LDS family services. Is that not so fucking enraging? I just... It makes me so angry, but then it also just, again, makes me so angry at these, like quote-unquote progressive Mormons because I'm like you can't be both you can't read that statement Mm -mm. and say that you are progressive and that you are pro-choice that you are feminist that you are you know this I just I can't it makes my blood boil because I just want to shake them all and be like stop it like it's so annoying that is clearly saying that it's not the woman's right to choose, that it the woman can only get an abortion if it was because of rape or incest or if she might die. And even then, it says it said clearly, even then, that's not, like, a reason to justify it. You have to go to your bishop. Like, no, 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 no. It's not the bishop's call. It's her call. Ah. I, and then telling them that... They should get married if they have a baby. Oh, like, my God. What with this, like, asshole who, like, you know, maybe they were dating and he treated her like shit, but they ended up getting pregnant and they're like, oh, you got to marry him and just be miserable for the rest of your life to an abusive or horrible person, you know? Yeah. And because you're already feeling so guilty and they use, like, fear and guilt as a way to keep you in control... I could imagine myself back then being like, oh, but the church says I should, so. Oh, no, totally. I'm putting myself in, like, I don't know, little 16-year-old me's shoes. And if something had happened and I'd, you know, whatever reason, gotten pregnant, like, I just feel like, yeah, you're told you have to have the baby and you have to marry the person that got you pregnant. Like, what a horrible, sad life. Oh. Oh, my God. Like, why would you even... Ugh, I just get so mad. I'm fuming. I need to calm I down. I do too. I just can't. Like, it, I'm sorry. I love that our reactions, like, <laughs> Katie gets so fired up and, like, feisty, and I will as well, but then I just get in this, like, quiet, like, I'm in my head thinking, processing, and just being like, what? Like, that's, I promise I'm just as enraged and angry, but, like, my <laughs> reaction is just, like, quiet, because I'm in my head thinking, All right. Like, this is so outrageous, but like, well, I just it sucks. Yeah, Ugh. it sucks thinking about how I just, I get so mad because they say all of these things that are coming from like the church of God, you know, they supposedly believe in being Christ-like and yet you're telling someone what to do with their own body. They don't have any control over it. And then when you throw God into the mix and they're extra scared. Um, I just, I feel like I just need to emphasize one more time because I know that (laughs) listeners, you're probably sick of me saying it, but I just, if, if this were a bill being passed about men's rights and like body rights, this would not even exist. Like this would never even be a question. No. Like, I mean, guys freak the fuck out if you just ask them for a vasectomy, you know, like imagine being like, oh. You know, you got to change your body and do something you don't want to do because you had sex. So sorry. I know. Yeah. It just, yeah it's, like you're, it's punishing. It's punishing women for having sex and not yeah. punishing men at all. And here's the thing. A woman, she could have sex with, you know, a guy and 
she gets pregnant and it takes her nine months to deliver that baby. Well, meanwhile, that guy could be potentially getting a different woman pregnant every single day. And he has, he has no, you know, he doesn't have to consent to giving up his body or his rights or his, you know, potentially his life for these children. Like, nope. he can just go on, do, keep doing whatever he's doing. <laughs> I'm over oh. it. I'm over it all. I just can't. Me too. Me too. So I guess we should wrap up. Do you have anything else you want to say? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm just gonna screaming say, in the microphone. <laughs> I am happy I'm not in the US of A right now. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I just feel so bad for the people in Alabama dealing with this. Ugh. You know, it's like when I go home, I'm really hesitant and scared to like I just I'm I'm really worried about how this conversation is gonna go, but yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> hopefully, positive things will happen in the meantime. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully, it just won't amount to much. But it's just shitty that there are people that are trying to do it. You know? That's, what, know. that's what's shitty to me. Is like, it just sucks that there are people who support Donald Trump. And there are people that support anti-abortion. And whatever. I guess that's just the world we live in. But I just... So, just get a life. That's what I want to say. That's what I'm ending on. Get a life and focus your time on other shit instead of everyone else's. Exactly. Get uh, a life. <laughs> get a life. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you all for listening. Listening to me rage out. <laughs> I know. I feel like they're like, when are these bitches going to get back to having funny light ones? And we're like, uh, let's talk about abortion. <laughs> Maybe we'll lighten it up next week. We'll see. Maybe not. Who but if knows? not, I apologize for nothing. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys have a good week. Bye. Bye.